get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. All right, welcome, welcome to the second episode of Bravo and Beer with me, Brian McWilliams, Odie, and Rico. Hey, Full names. I'm using my full name. Neither of these two yahoos are. I'm not afraid to let my love for Bravo spill out with my real legal name, which people probably now Google uh, and steal my social security number. Uh, Anyway, I'm I'm like Madonna. I'm like Madonna. I just have one name, Odie. That's it. Is your social security number available to be Googled? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Kind of odd. I, you you know, you get it. You get it in enough forum conversations. These people just get it out of you, (laughs) and and then it's just Googleable. That you can see all sorts of things, all sorts of fun factoids about me are online. Don't you worry. What's your favorite eight-digit number with two dashes in the middle? (laughs) Uh, so yeah, welcome to the first real recap episode of Bravo and Beer. So we're starting up, unfortunately, our timing, I guess, could have been better because it would have been nice to have been doing some uh, a real new 90 Day Fiance or, uh, or a Real Housewives, but all those shows are kind of wrapping up or in mid-season. So we figured the only show that's really kicking off, and I don't know when the next ones are going to kick off because of COVID, everything's kind of crazy, but we do have Below Deck Mediterranean Season 5. And the first episode, of course, aired this past week. So, gentlemen, what did you think of this show? Which I think should also be called Below Dick, Taint on the High Seas. Uh, to be uh, quite honest, you know, I had a bit of a slow start. Um, but I guess you would expect that. They're setting up the characters. Uh, I think, uh, you know, as we talked about uh, offline here, the, the unit. the unit's, oh, the, unit's the best. <laughs> stole the show early uh early in it so i'm excited to see where it goes there's you can see the friction between uh the what is it the lead lead stewardess is i'm still getting familiar yeah, with yeah, the, the so naming convention the lead, so, I, i've watched i've watched these episodes i've watched a few seasons now so captain sandy right who is uh she was she's i think pulled back a little bit she was kind of trying to be a little bit too overly bitchy at first like in the last in the first season i saw her on because i think she was like i don't know trying to prove something like, uh, I'm a female boat captain, and I will be respected. So she's fine. Then Hannah is the Australian Boo. chief Mark stew. Yeah, Hannah. Hannah. Hannah is a bitch. She is. She really pissed me off. But then they have this new Italian gal. Uh, Lara. Lara. Lara, who I, as I said. Is she I thought, hot? She's kind of like that chick from Seinfeld. Yeah. You Depends know, on like the, lighting. the two-face. The yeah, like, you're like, that's, wait. Like, when she's giving a... Uh, whatever the confessional, I don't know where they call it, where it's kind of the one-on-one interview. You're like, well, yeah. that's, that's not the same person. No, that- she looks like she put on a lot of face weight. Like she got off the boat, face weight came on, but also she's uh, yeah, definitely the lighting. She looks like super haggard and a lot of the lighting. <laughs> and also I, Hannah and Lara are going to be fighting tooth and nail. You can, you can already tell like they're oh, both, yeah, you can see it. They're both just like kind of, I don't know. Like Hannah's always just snarky. You know, like everything she says, even if it's like, I was kind of on Laura's side at first because Hannah's just like kind of grind out on everything she do. She's like, "Mm." say, okay. Yes. Okay. 
Say my name. I don't have time to say okay. Yeah, which is <laughs> you love that response. <laughs> like, okay. All well, right. I don't know how to respond to that. Any of the times you walked by, you literally said more words right now. Saying that you can't say okay takes a longer time than to say okay. But also I love the whole who's got the beer? It's like who's on third. Like, oh, yeah. yes, you, you, you radioed me to come up and you said you see the beer? No. I, I didn't my, understand why Hannah was so out, mad. <laughs> my wife did point out that Hannah didn't really, she didn't really ask a question. She just said, who's got the beer? Yeah. Or did, did you see the beer? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's, well, like, she's on Team Laura. Yeah, I, I suppose so. so well, actually, your wife's dead to me. One episode in, dead to me. So actually, I was going to compare this game a little bit, and some people might not see the comparison right away. To Game of Thrones, because when I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, I did not ever read the books. So I was pausing the show like every five minutes to be like, who the fuck who is, is this character? <laughs> and then I would have to like go on Game of Thrones, Wikipedia and like read who this person was because it's very confusing. And I feel like Below Deck is very similar because they have approximately 800 people working on this boat <laughs> to service six you, people. You guys have any idea how many people worked on a yacht? I mean, I know. No. That's, a, that's a huge yacht. But wait till you get a, a monkey wrench thrown in when a random character they don't show on camera because usually they don't show like the first officer and the engineer. So like the engineer. Like why? Yeah. Well, that's kind of like uh i don't know but i would be mad if i was an engineer like why, why don't they show that's probably the most important job it breaks the engineer's code odie you know be be, be be quiet it's like the the milford academy you know like don't speak unless be spoken don't, don't be seen or heard that's the engineer's code Pro he's probably around in the bottom of the deck just like sliding between tubes and peering through i'm sure i'm sure holes they've drilled into people's changing quarters Probably the first like three or four seasons, they filmed that, the engineer doing all that shit. And they were like, this is just stupid. They're like, let's just splice in uh, one shot of a guy turning a wrench every like four. <laughs> just, well, it's what, like old stock footage of a guy in a steel mill with a, a wrench is like five feet long. Like, <laughs> there was one point in the episode where they were preparing the beds. And I'm like, oh, you know, those quarters aren't too bad. They look pretty nice. And then yeah. they like did a little fluffy handkerchief, whatever you call that, on the bed. I'm like, oh, that's that's not where they're. Sitting. Yeah, that's not the, the staffers. <laughs> I just think about like, okay, for you guys know me, and my wife will uh, will back this up. You know, I could get a little gassy at times depending on what I've eaten. I look at how tiny those staff quarters are, and you're like right on top of each other. There's no, I mean, I hope the ventilation is good there because if somebody's it's, got a I'm bad I'm sure night, it's not good at all. I'm sure it's, it's got to be horrible. And I'm sure it's got to stink. They're out there sweating on the deck in the sun and just like getting, you know, pit, sweaty pits. Then they dry out and then you get sweaty again and just like stank on stank. Gross. Could you, could you sleep on a top bunk at this point in your life? I know I get up like three times on average to pee a night. Oh, and which probably is even I, worse on a boat. And with our beer and Bravo, I guarantee I'll be yeah, up seven beer. times tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I, so I then you remember the last time I've slept through the night without getting up to pee. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, oh, it's been a while. There's been certain nights where I was so tired from, I think, being up drunk the night before that I had slept through because my body was so dehydrated from the night before that I no longer had to pee. It was just trying to like, like an air plant sucking moisture from the environment. And uh, typically you want to do that before tailgating, get really, really drunk and hungover so you don't have to pee at all when you're tailgating. Yeah, see, it's, it's not healthy move. for you, but it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> pro tips. Well, I say. had in the fraternity, I had, uh, I had the triple room, which for those listeners, it was a, like the biggest room in the house. I had it all to myself one summer uh, through, I don't know, luck or skill. And I would be in the loft because we all had lost to maximize the space in these rooms. And it was right next to a window 
And at one point, oh, I had God. rigged up a funnel and a tube to pee from the top bunk and just have it oh, go that's out the window. Terrible, man. You're that's such terrible. A, I can't believe you're sharing that with the public. Person. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. For it me. wasn't like uh, medieval times where it's like out on the street. You know, I'm, I know exactly where the window to the triple goes. It's right over the parking lot. <laughs> if there's anyone walking through the parking lot late at night, they probably well, were like, is it I raining? I think it's actually yeah. right over the door to walk into the kitchen. <laughs> I think you're right. Exactly right. It is. No, there's a side. There's another side of the house. It was on a corner. It was like in a corner. Uh, the alley, yeah. Well, make oh, sure whatever. you put the make sure you put the uh, roof up on your Mercedes. Uh, what do you call it? I just blanked it when you call a car that the roof can go down on. A convertible? <laughs> convertible. That's, that's a, that's uh, a off I can remember all story. the stupid characters' names on this show, but I can't remember that. Um, yeah, but let's get back real quick. So there's also, I was marking this down. Uh, I liked Rodrigo, uh, the swarthy, I don't even know where he's from. Where is he, Brazilian? Who? He's the Who's chef. Rodrigo? He's the chef. Kiko? Kiko, yeah, Kiko, but his real name is Rodrigo. Oh, I was like, who the fuck is Rodrigo? Yeah, I, I don't know about Kiko yet. I don't know whether to, to find him charming or to find him annoying. I, I guess I like him. I like that he's like, I just like he's in the kitchen alone. Like, you can tell he spent a lot of time alone in kitchens. He just talks to himself all the time. He's like, he's like he like puts some stuff in a pot. And he's like, Apalaka, you come back. He's like, I, having I, a great time. I find it impressive he didn't get too offended when that guy sent back like two different meals. Yeah, like, that guy's a, uh, that, that fucking guy was a douche. They're all, by the way, ninety percent of the people. I mean, on he's paying. He's paying for the yacht, though. I mean, so he if his steak's a little dry. I would ask for a new steak too if I thought it was dry. But do you know how hard it is to make filet mignon dry? By the way, if everybody else's steak is not dry, it's very difficult because steak uh, filet mignon is a fairly thick cut, and if he's cooking them all together, medium rare. I think that guy's just. Full of I shit. mean, this is coming from a Hooters cook, so I think. Uh, you by the way, buddy, I was a cook at country clubs for several <laughs> years before I was a Hooters cook, which of course happened because Rico and I got got arrested rioting at college. Oh well, how ended. how timely of a conversation is this? That's um, actually what got Brian the job as the Hooters cook. Oh, country clubs, Brian, yep. come on in. Did hey, anyone did anyone ever send back their filet mignons at the state college Hooters? because it was you know, nobody ever sent anything back to the state college shooters and if they did it was just like you would literally just pretend to do something with it and then give it back to them and they'd be like ah oh, much better thank you these the state college shooters was the only bar well there was one other um but the first bar that accepted my uh my fake id which was yeah maybe which was it's not easy to get into which a was bar fake <laughs> but not the only thing that was fake in there by the way a lot, uh, of fa- a lot of fake things in the, Hooters, in the Hooters waitresses. May uh, that restaurant rest in peace. But anyways. Oh, I loved it. I miss it. I miss it to this day, every day. But no, the Just like everything else in State College is replaced with a giant apartment building. Oh, naturally. But you know, the craziest thing is they had oysters. They'd fly in. And no one would ever order them. So they'd just sit there becoming time bombs for Oyster. viral spread. <laughs> Who the fuck would want oysters? And I don't know. Like, why would you go in? You're like, all right, where am I? In the middle of Pennsylvania, like the dead center. Well, I might as well order the oysters. <laughs> you have any How bad sushi? could it? What's Are the worst fresh? that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch these in the uh, State College Lake? <laughs> no. Does okay. Hooters still exist? I haven't seen. I yeah, did not tell I, you last time I've seen Hooters. I there was one. There, I think there's still one up here in Hollywood here. Because uh, I'm in LA, Rico's in Cleveland, and Odie's in Pittsburgh. By the way, for those listeners, um, yeah, there's one. There was one in Hollywood, which I think is still there. 
And there's one that I saw off the 405 in Orange County. So I know there's a couple of them out here. And actually, the I was casino a... closed, by the way, and is now called OYO. And OYO looks like, if you imagine it, the O with the Y in the middle over the, mm-hmm. over the two O's, it looks like uh, a set of knockers and, Cleveland, and cleavage. And that is actually intentional. I would Interesting. think so. Yeah. Well, maybe that's where I'll get our hotel room that I owe from. <laughs> Sounds good. I actually liked it. I had fun gambling there. I won money. All right. Shall we get back to the show? What, yeah, what were we oh, talking about? We're I feel like we went we off were talking on about Kiko there and, and his <laughs> cooking. Oh, uh, yeah. Kiko, the Kiko, the Brazilian chef. So he, he did have one big faux pas where he had uh, served lunch like two hours late because I forget he was he, he was talking to the Italian chick in the kitchen. Lara. The name. Yeah, Lara. No, not Lara. The, uh, the Italian chick's Lara. Who's the other? She's talking There's to the, other, uh, the, uh, the brunette. The uh, oh, the brunette. Jessica is, something. Oh, that, she was a Hooters girl. Jess. Yes. Speaking yes. of Hooters. Speaking of Hooters. It all. So ties that, in. that I mean that was his one. It was one uh, downfall there for uh, for Kiko. But uh, well, let me tell you this. So last season, the chef on this boat was this uh, Russian chick who had listed all these different. You know, she was like, "Oh, I was a chef for this restaurant, and I was I I you know all these like." highly accredited chef schools and restaurants and she gets in there and then like you know these guests are paying fifty thousand dollars for the boat trip then she's like here you go nacho chips cheese oh yeah beans i, I <laughs> like, saw that like, like taco meat last yeah. season I was yeah like, uh. yeah and she gave him tacos one night it's like what is wrong she cooked everything terribly and one of the uh stewardesses had been sh- trained as a chef so she had to come in and cook for her like half the time and she got fired the, wait, the stewardess who came in got fired, or the no, no, the, the chef got cook. fired. Yeah, and the uh, the stewardess had to come in and like bail her out all the time. And yeah, she they, cooked much better food. They showed that clip at the beginning, I think, of with the, yeah. And they were like even they were terrible nachos. They were like little oh, tiny nacho awful. chips, like they nachos. looked like Hooters nachos. Yeah, Hooters <laughs> is sponsoring this episode of Bravo and Beer. By <laughs> are the way. we talking good about Hooters? <laughs> or are we talking bad about Hooters? It's all over the place. It doesn't that? matter. Hooters is just happy to be in any conversation. Is it too soon to announce that our uh, our first patron goal is to uh, go on a yacht trip? No, <laughs> I think early? I think it's never too early. I want to be friends with that going. Seattle guy who paid for that because there was only what like eight of them. Yeah, there weren't many. There was it was like him, uh, a black guy, an Asian guy. He had like a colors of Bennington thing going on. <laughs> the Asian guy's outfit, by the way, do you see him get on the boat with a sleeveless flannel shirt and giant pockets? <laughs> <laughs> it was like King of the Cumberjacks. Like, I was like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? That's what happens when you're friends with the filthy rich. I guess you I, I wear guess. whatever the fuck you want. It's like he, the guy's like, hey, I, I bought uh, seven expensive coats. Do you want to sew them together into whatever the fuck that thing is you're wearing? <laughs> like random materials. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I forget what that guy did. Do you remember seeing it? Like, he they, was they like, yeah, like, he was an entrepreneur. They said he owns like seven businesses or something, and he rarely spends time in the office. Per the captain, uh, he also made some joke about doing manual labor. He's like, I've never done manual labor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it was about. It was about like picking up a fork or something. <laughs> like, I'm, that's beneath me. I do that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, uh, so you, you were talking about the unit. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about the unit, man. My God, just the unit walking in with like, he had the classic super douche sunglasses too, that like those Oakleys that are like from the late 90s that only assholes wear. 
So the question is with the unit, who's the unit going to bang first? That's what I want to know. I, apparently, Lara was very into his flirting. And I was like, is there, a, so. is there some sort of a language barrier here where his retarded ramblings come across as some sort of amazing pickup lines? Because the one guy was like, I'm getting turned on watching this. I'm like, what? The year, what? <laughs> is that the like guy the, from Boston? Yeah. It, I, I think it's that guy, Alex. Uh, I called him Chubby Bear is my nickname. But uh, yeah, I think it was Alex. I, or either that, or, I don't think it was Rob, uh, who I think is South. Is out Rob South African? Who the was guy the, with, with the beard that was a model? Is yeah. The, okay. So the, the, about the, the that guy, joke telling doofus. Uh, I've ever so seen. he said at one point, he's like, there, when he was talking about modeling, he's like, "There's more to life than." And did anyone else pick up this and thought he was going to go complete Zoolander? Oh. Like he did it a complete, like there's more to life than being ridiculously good looking. But then he's like, there, there's more to life than, than what you look like. And I was like, yeah. oh. I, was, I was very disappointed that he didn't say being a ridiculously good looking, but yeah, that was my only memorable I, moment. I did like him. how that chick kind of slapped him back and said, well, you're very attractive in photos. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Photoshopping going on in these shots there, Rob. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, let me ask this. Would you guys be able to to live that life or would you want to live that? Like, it kind of looks like to me, doing one season of charter yacht working and just like hoofing it on a boat and uh, going drinking around the world, that'd be fun for a little while. But like, well, it depends on like, how much you're getting like, paid. They get, I mean, the tips they get are pretty amazing. Like each charter, they get something like maybe two grand, three grand a person in tips. How long is the charter? Like this, this uh, Seattle dude is what four or five days, maybe? Yeah, three. Yeah, maybe three to five days. I think. I think less a lot of time. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm not somebody who uh, I don't have the gift of uh, customer service, especially in the hospitality sense. Don't have the gift never, of good looks. Uh, never a server. You know, those. never worked in restaurants, hotels, that crap. Odd smell. I, I really, I really don't want to do it. Not gonna lie. No, no desire. <laughs> I'd I like do it if I was in my twenties. Yeah, why, right? Why like not? yeah, like going if I can go back in time. If I can turn back time, uh I would definitely go yacht around for a year. I would like to be the person on the yacht who is getting waited on. Oh, well, I still want to do that. Strong, like, I, there's no opinion. age limit to that. It's like a, Did you well, see the VIP suite on that boat? Oh, dude. Well, I, you know, I actually know I know one of the producers or at least she was a producer on that show and she would literally say like, "Hey, if you can get 15 grand in tips you can go on the boat like we just need people to go and be filmed like if you're if you're comfortable going on the boat and being filmed they were like Wait. we'll pay for the yacht you just pay for the tip are you for serious how long? yeah really? i'm dead serious yeah i mean you got to get your ass there too that was the problem so you got to mm-hmm. fly to zimbabwe or uh well probably not zimbabwe i don't know if the luxury <laughs> y- the luxury yachting business is really kicking off in Z- guys this is what we need. To, what so make wait, what do we podcast, need to do? We're going to Zimbabwe. We are, we're starting we are not geography masters here. So, so I'm, I'm confused. Back, back up there, Professor. I think they're in Mallorca now. They're in Spain. Mallorca. My, I think it's Mallorca. Not Mallorca. Mallorca. It's not Mallorca. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, do you guys like chili rolleños? <laughs> so wait a minute. We could go on the boat if What? If we could just get was, to where the boat, well, I don't know if off? this is still the deal, but yeah, it was like if you pay the if you pay the tip, 
If you get your okay. ass to where the boat leaves from and you pay the and tip. And then pay the tip. And then, but yeah, I mean, you're on video, obviously, but then you just, you go on the, you do fuck. the shit for four days. It yeah, seems I mean, like there would be a lot of people who would want to be filmed, though, and could do that. Is that I don't know. It seems like I don't know, man. If, if 20 grand is not that cheap. You know, you're still talking. It's really not. I mean, I'm not rich you're still talking with 20 Can we do money, 20 people? You know, pay a no, grand no. I'm sure. I'm sure it's got to be as many people. Or it's got to be as many rooms as they have on the boat plus one, maybe. So you'd probably say ten people most, and then and two grand for like four days. Yeah, two grand. You, you fly there, then you go. When and, you when you think about say different trips we've done in our life and how much money we've blown at other establishments of ill repute you know what are you talking about the pinball parlor (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) those video game machines (laughs) it doesn't seem far-fetched i mean it's you're spending that money one way or the other it's true well it's like we were talking about like where does the time go earlier like me and uh, and Odie and mark were talking about it it's like even though we're locked down time just disappears you don't know where it goes it's like i feel like I should, I'm, I'm working less because, uh, you know, everything's kind of crapped out. But at the same time, the days go by. I don't know where they went. So, yeah, I'm sure if you're like, all right, this money is gone, I'm sure we'll be able to make do and figure out other ways to make that money. Like, you can live within your your boundaries if you need to. Yeah. Well, that's why we have our wonderful soon-to-be-announced when we announce a, uh, a Patreon, uh, uh, you know, patron goal for yeah. uh, Getting a Do we even need Patreons? I'm sure we're going to have like AT&T, Verizon, the and NFL will sponsors. probably yeah, be buying ad times. You know, they'll want to get their message out and <laughs> promote that they have a season, whatever. So. Obviously. Oh, I'm looking. I, I really want to try to promote uh, like Sandy. So not only has Sandy gotten me and my wife, Sandy, had gotten me into watching Bravo not shows. Only have you outed yourself. Now you've outed your wife. She loves it. She loves it. But no, let me show you my feet real quick because, you know, she got me oh. to doing face masks. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? What? what you got to no. yeah, hold on. No. You got to see these things. No. You got to see these things. So Sandy got me and she's like, she's like, oh, let's do a face mask tonight. And I'm like, oh, okay. And of course, she's got the ones that are like the gelatinous goo that looks like your face is like, it's like Nick Cage and face off. You just peel it off your face. But then she's got these foot scrub masks. And like, I've been doing Peloton at home. And you got these foot masks that are like acid. It's like lotion and acid. I feel like you just dropped the Peloton in there just to virtue signal a little bit to. Uh, yeah, every every I day, who, I just like yeah. just like the chick on the Peloton ads was so annoying. Every day she's like, "Here we go, another Peloton day starting." It's like, shut up. I need to be reminded. I thought she was inspiring. I'm, look at I'm these, with her. I'm with these, her. Look at these horrible feet. Your feet look terrible. Please Dude, put them away. They're like please, it's like I'm grayscale from down. Game of Thrones because this acid thing makes the skin all peel off of your feet. Just so wait till you go. For. Just wait till you go running outside now and your feet just blister off. That's why my feet were blistering up from like the Peloton. My toes were cracking because I have very dry skin. And uh, either that or Sandy's. My wife might be coming in and just smacking me in the feet as hard as she can while I'm asleep to get back at me too. I don't know. What are these two things that's happening? All right. Speaking of Sandy and the unit, tie everything uh, together. Is she cheating on me with the unit already? Pro- probably. Is he leaving? Does she leave me for his six pack abs? And, I, uh, I, I would, you haven't, you, have you seen her recently? Not in the last few minutes. There you go. So anyways, <laughs> uh, as you know, since I come to California, well, I used to come to California every now and then for work and, and I would, uh, hang out and me and Sandy would watch the Jersey shore together. Oh yeah. Ask Sandy if she remembers that the situation had a friend like eight seeds, eight years ago who was called 
the unit. Same guy. So the unit from Below Deck is not the first unit of reality oh. TV. He's it's actually, not the same unit because that unit be way older. Wait, so you're telling me that somebody from reality TV would copy off a previous reality TV <laughs> character? I can't believe. I it. don't know if that was his intention, but I, he well, certainly seems like the type of uh, Guido type. You know. Yeah. Well, can we That's ask what is his intention with the name the unit? Who gives himself that nickname? And is he talking about his dick? Is he talking about? I mean, what, what is he talking about? Well, that's part of the beauty of the nickname. It gets everyone asking, what is he talking about? Why is he calling himself the unit? It's, I don't know. It's <laughs> drives the women crazy. Yeah, I think it's a very short conversation. So I, I love, I loved his, oh, uh, dick. Oh, okay. See you later. <laughs> I loved his story about, uh, how he has a daughter or I forget it. He oh, he's got like a son. son. I, well, I like, call yeah, that's what happens when you meet a girl for a week and you have a kid. he's like young dumb and full of cum like he just (laughs) like he was the creator of that saying he's like wow you're pretty creative pal i hope his son's named we unit like g unit (laughs) but little but yeah i'll be sad if uh i feel like every like i think just so like breeding close proximity like you just end up banging people on these shows and i know that he's gonna end up banging one of those two Either Jess or Lara, and or Lara, and I'm going to be pissed off about it. Not out so, of any jealousy, but just because I feel anger when I see idiots like that guy get laid ever, ever in life. So oh, over under, how many? I'll, I'll give the uh, the line here. How many chicks on the boat will the unit bang? I'll just I'll set it at I'll set it at one. Over under one. Well, you had to do one and a half. Okay. Yeah, you got to do one and a half. I guess yeah, one and a half. One and a half. Odds me. I'm going over. I'm going under. I think I think he's going to net exactly one, and it's going to be the worst mistake of that girl's life. I'm going to well, go with two because honestly, if it's only one, it's going to be a boring season. I feel like should we uh, bet yeah, on this? Yeah, but you're forgetting Rob's in the mix. Rob's going to try to bang Hooters Jess. Uh, Rob which, already knows Hooters Jess, and they apparently are like friends. They're not even like you know. There's no chemistry there. Uh, is there a rule against banging people? or more than one person banging you know no like, no there's been there's been roundabouts yeah <laughs> hannah, whatever, hannah's, whatever hannah's, the term maybe hannah has also banged people in other seasons and you know a little swarthy uh swarthy kiko might worm his way in there work a little brazilian magic kiko i can't see kiko banging anybody we should also I say but he might be that I, sneaky guy that comes in you know you least suspect it when everybody's drunk and just kind of works some somebody hey let me let me take you and make you a special meal and then bam we, you're you're getting laid we should keep track of this so we got over under one and a half dalliances for <laughs> we should uh, bet on the entire maybe that's what we should do this show we should bet on the entire i yeah I, that's what i was gonna say so we're gonna do the unit are you writing this under. down and then we're going to do, to- how about total typing. dalliances on the show? I like that. So okay. I, how about, I'm going to set the line at six and a half. Are we talking full penetration or just hook it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to have to, we're just going to have to be judgment calls on whether there was penetration or not. But I think we can come to a consensus. I mean, are we talking, I mean, when we say penetration, you know, I mean, does, does a blowjob count? What, what are we like? No, you know? no, sexual intercourse. No, we're talking full. And I, I don't know that they're going to show blowjobs. I've watched 
fair number no, of reality they, shows they in just, my life. They just show and them under the sheets. Yeah, they don't really show. Like, there's not a guy like with his hands <laughs> behind his head on a pillow and the girl under the sheet. I've never seen that. Should we uh, do that? If, that if, could if be this one 20, guy did 2020, Brave New World. If no, there's one know. guy to do it, it would be the unit, though. That would be that guy who's like, all right. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm, hold on. I'm typing this uh, down. So we got over under on the unit. One and a half. Me and Odie are taking over. Yep. Definitely over. Uh, so there's, and, I'll name them off. So there's the unit, AKA Pete, I think is his real name. Uh, Hannah, which is the Aussie chief. Well, we're not chief. betting on each one. Oh, I thought that's the whole idea. Is to, are we? Do you want to do each one? This will take a while. Well, I don't even well, remember all the kids. Like, each one. I mean, I mean, maybe right. I'm not really to... interested in how many people Sandy hooks out, but I'm going to say under one half. Sandy's the captain. She's not hooking up. With, I think she's oh. married. I think she's like a married lesbian. <laughs> Does that stop and, people in the past? And there was there was some news that came out about Hannah. She's already talking about she doesn't want to do any more seasons. So probably because she. Oh, well, that definitely means. Boat. She definitely got banged then. Yeah, banged and left. Terrible. So anyways. South so African Rob. To- how about we do total um, different intercourse partners? However you want to put that. So <laughs> okay. So the unit could bang. He could bang his best friend, Alex. And that counts as one. I don't know. You know, we're not limiting it to whatever. So it's I'm going to say. too confusing. Total, so total you're bringing number. in people off the ship now? They could just bang a random on a, on their I think that should count. Yeah, they, they definitely will hook up with people. They also, but, sometimes they have sex with the people that come on the boat, even though they're not supposed to. So I was going to say total different uh, encounters of the sexual variety, of uh, sexual intercourse at Throughout six. The entire season. Not, not like the same people like yeah, 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 Laura yeah. and the unit can't bang seven times and that counts. So they're, they're one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take total different combinations at six. Does that sound like a fair over under? All right. I'm going to take over on that too. I would take over as well. Wow. I'm taking under you guys. You guys are over presuming the, the promiscuousness of these people. All right. Well, so maybe, maybe you've oversold it then. I don't know. I think that, I think that three is a reasonable, no. Okay. Well, that you know, that's. I could uh, be wrong, though. I could be wrong. I hope you're wrong because I'll There's, be disappointed. Well, I, I mean, to your to your point, the the uh, bosun, right, Mela, uh, Mila, mm-hmm. she is uh, she has banged I think two different people on the boat cruise the last few seasons I've seen. What about odds on? Oh, by the way, here to really ostracize the the female audience. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. The end of the the end of the podcast on the episode two. Um, I thought that since they have a female chief stew and a female bosun and a female captain, they should rename the boat to the Red Tide. Very <laughs> <laughs> Chris and uh, Brian. And does part, there's our audience. Time comedy in his free time. So <laughs> feel free to laugh or cry for people. Are, people, everybody has immediately unsubscribed. So we were talking about. Uh, does Brian want to? Do you want to make a real world wager on whether or not the unit gets a blowjob in the show w- with odds? Oh, what are the what would the odds be? Uh, how about five to one? Well, the thing is, I feel I think right, I think I, I had a good point that a blowjob is going to be unprovable 
I mean, it's not going to be but, like... No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Provable blowjob. Uh, like, the, the, the result of this podcast is going to be legal action. <laughs> Your Honor, clearly you can see his arms are behind his head and he is leaning back. That is the clearest blowjob evidence I can give you in a reality can, show format. Get episode one. Of, uh, episode order. Order. Or episode four of Bravo Bravo and Beer, Provable Blowjobs. (laughs) What is a provable blowjob in a legal sense? I mean, if we can come to a consensus that he got a blowjob, we'll be reasonable here. All right, but what about what if we flip the script, though? Um, What about Hannah? How do we prove that somebody uh, twiddled her fiddle with their tongue? Well, I mean, it would likely be the exact same scenario where she's be funny. She's like, woo, she's <laughs> leaning back. <to> the- <laughs> uh, and they got a little head moving down there under the sheets. <laughs> but I'm not as interested in Hannah. I don't know. Do you want to take yeah, that bet? I'll take that bet. Yeah. I'll five bet you $10. Odds. I'll give you five to one odds. Done. Done and done. Okay. I, I think you're overestimating the unit's propensity, too. I think that guy, I think he... Well, you're the one taking the bet that he'll get it. I know. I feel like the five to one odds. Do you you want to take another bet? Because I'll bet against you there, Brian. I um, I think there's no way he gets it. Is it just, are we talking, is it just a blowjob or are we talking about, if he gets the full sex, do I still win or just a blowjob? No, it's proof. This is called episode one, provable (laughs) blowjobs. All right, I'll take it for the sake of the podcast. There you go. For the sake of our listeners, I'll take this provable blue shot. I'm going to get my money back from Brian one way or another. <laughs> any, other, any other bets you want to make? Do you want to, like, it's so, it's so pick early who's going to be the first one kicked off the boat? Yes, I definitely want to t- guess on who's going to kick I mean, off I think it's pretty obvious who the contender is. Yeah, Lara has to. Yeah. Has well, to. I mean, you would well, think they, so, they showed at the end of the episode the captain being like, shut your mouth. I don't want to hear from you anymore. But there's, I mean, that's entertainment, though. Like, are they going to kick off one of their most entertaining uh, dynamics? Uh, I don't so know. I did, I did read when I was doing my research for the show that there are some conspiracies on Reddit that Lara is a producer plant to stir up shit on the show. Hmm. Maybe. Like she, that theory. See, she definitely doesn't act like somebody who wants to be working <laughs> at that job. <laughs> no, she's taking a 30 minute to eat a sandwich and then like... Yeah. It's like day one. She's like, hey, Hannah, why don't you come eat the big bite out of my pussy sandwich, you bitch? And then gets her middle fingers all the way down the boat. <laughs> it's like, I didn't see that part. Let's go, go clean a room, squeeze you the shower. What? I don't like doing that. Why would I do that? Why would I do my job? <laughs> my job is only to eat, only to eat the lunch breaks. Is there any other candidates to really be kicked off after? I think, yes. I think that... Uh, uh, Chubby Bear Ra or Chubby Bear Alex, I think, is a candidate after he think, donked up and threw the or he pulled the wrong lineup and almost crashed the boat into another boat. Wasn't that the unit who did that? No, that was Alex. Wait, that was is the, Chubby Bear Rob? Is he the guy from Boston? Or am I getting people? Uh, yeah, yeah. Alex okay. is is Rob is the uh, the model. Alex is Chubby Bear from Boston. Okay, Alex is from Boston. All right. So, I thought Alex was the uh, Z. So who are you calling model. Chubby Bear? Alex. Alex. Okay. Wait, let me make sure I'm not I'm not wrong. Wow. I thought Alex was the model. Rob below deck med. 
See, this is where people are going to come for you know to learn about the show, about the characters, and if yeah, we can't get this right, guys, I got it if we right. can't you get two, this right, by you, God, we're going to be a failure. I was right. You two imbeciles led me astray, as always. I just sent a picture. Yeah, Rob Westergaard. He's what is he from Denmark? Oh no, he's like a South fake Africa. name. He's South Africa. Name. I swear to God, everybody on these boats is South African, and they all call each other Brew. That was like, but Sandy was like, oh, maybe you should call it. Uh, Brew and Bravo, like making a joke about the South Africans when they call each other. But I was like, that's eh, a little too inside baseball. Not going to lie. He does Photoshop well. Looks much better in photos. Than, so uh, what I was yeah, wondering about this character is, so he had a life of a model and now he's working on a yacht? Doesn't yeah. seem like the... He must thought it, maybe he wasn't career. a very good model. Well, it says he was traveling the world making money i'm like well, might be a awesome. substance abuse abuse problem there possibly i could yeah. see that he looks oh, like I a can. little bit a little methy i can see a little meth action happening there he's known for being dependable honest and trustworthy that doesn't sound like a meth addict to me <laughs> that's what all, that's what all <laughs> meth addicts say <laughs> it depends on what you can depend on i mean if you're depending on a meth addict to show up at your house shaking pretty dependable well provable blowjobs and accusing a model of being a meth addict this is shows off to every you, model was a meth addict that is that's a provable fact in any court well he didn't seem to be the type that would get kicked off the boat I, you know what i'm gonna go kiko as a dark horse candidate to get kicked off the show i yeah. think he, he's got too much he's like one of those simmering guys he's like he's gonna take his steak being sent back a few times but eventually he's just gonna fucking snap yeah, I could see Kiko too, or just like chefs burn out quick too. Like there's, I swear to God, that there's this one like chef. A lot. Yeah, the best chef ever is a guy named Ben, and he's hilarious. This this British guy who's a great sense of humor, great chef, and was banging one of the chief stews forever on and off. And he comes in every time to like rescue all these boats because they always fire their chef halfway through the season, and he always comes in to bail them out. And it's always a welcome change. People love it. That's a great gig to be the bailout chef because you probably set your price. Like, oh, you fired your chef in the middle of your season and you need someone good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My price just went up. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, thought, I don't think he takes – I actually think he strategically does that now. I don't think he actually takes charters for full seasons. I genius. think he legitimately waits around and he's like – he's, like, uh, he's like the cleaner in uh, Pulp Fiction. He's like hard you know to tell like? for these <laughs> boat chefs. It's like being the backup to Carson Wentz. All you do is just sit around <laughs> on the sideline oh. all season. Carson oh. Wentz gets injured. Grind my gears. You come in and you win a Super Bowl. You know, yeah, that's well, that's true. That did happen. That Super Bowl was wonderful. And it was also wonderful collecting that bet with I, uh, from you, that money. What, I win $100 for Carson Wentz staying healthy? Let's not, uh, let's not talk about the Let's not crosstalk right? here. People don't know. All right. Yeah, they don't, exactly. Like, Stay on that? target, Odie. This is a Bravo conversation. Okay, so so my the character I think could get kicked off. I mean, I can't believe neither of you have brought him up, but the unit. I mean, the unit, he's having the, the interaction, butting heads with the, yeah. the head uh, – Head, what's the head Bozeman's name? Uh, Bozeman Mela. Yeah, he keeps calling Mayla? her sweet. Yeah. He keeps calling her sweetheart, which, from experience, women love. And they can't <laughs> get enough of it. <laughs> well, they used to love it until the whole Me Too movement happened. They, now, now they're over it. They used to, you know, they were big fans of of being called sweetheart and a little tap on the butt as they bring you coffee in the morning. <laughs> Huge signs have changed. <laughs> things, things. What's with the suffrage movement in this country? Yeah, you can't um, even hold a door without getting slapped in the dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing I'm into, though. I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah, I could see – actually, I could see 
God, the fucking douchebags that drive down my street rubbing their engines. I just want to go out and put road spikes down. Um, I can also see Hannah not making it through the season because she's such a I was also uh, thinking that. She just seems very high-strung already on day one. She seems yeah. over it. She seems over the whole experience. Yeah, she's just, like, she's just constantly uh, just pissed, you know? Oh, by the yeah. way, do you, do you catch the uh, camera, the pervy cameraman as Hooters Jess was making margaritas and she's like shaking him up and down and he like slowly pans up and down. Her <laughs> I did body. not see that part. Yeah. I've been taking notes for the yeah. show at the time. That's I was I also I taking notes. notes. I, I caught that. Do you, do you take your notes with a pen and paper, Rico? Or do you take no, it? No, I got my uh, notes. There's a little note on uh, the Macs. If you ever get a fancy computer like I have, Odie, you can click on the notes and uh, you type it in there, and then it'll save for when you want to come back and look at them. Hmm. It's amazing. Hmm. I use my phone science. for notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, science. <laughs> it's all the models. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, final thoughts. Let's wrap this episode up. All right, so my final thoughts is there's a lot of characters to get to know here. Um, I don't know if all of them are worth getting to know, but um, this is my first season of Below Deck because, again, Brian badgered me into watching this. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see how it shapes out. I, I would imagine we are the only Below Deck podcast out there right now. Uh, Maybe I not. Would, you know what? I wouldn't even make that assumption. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure there's many other below decks, uh, maybe even below job decks podcasts as below we would be jobs. in this episode. <laughs> I like it. There, there's an alternative to provable blow jobs. Below, below jobs. jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that could be an inside joke job? for years to come. <laughs> uh, my final thought is that this show has got too many goddamn accents on it. It's like, eight different accents from eight different people. So it's it making me when I'm trying to take notes, watching it, I have to like really pay attention and rewind it. Cause half the time they they're saying stuff. They, the two people with random accents are talking to each other. And I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. My final thoughts. I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be sitting here with the two of you talking about uh, a Bravo below deck yacht show and uh, <laughs> betting betting on uh, yeah. which characters are going to uh, have sex and provable blowjobs. Provable <laughs> so, blowjobs. Well, this really, is what happens. It's really a pinnacle of my life. Right this now. is love in the time of COVID, man. You know, it's like all the sports are canceled. What else are you supposed to do? Uh, true. This is life now. You're, and we're all going to be better for it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Will we be back next week? I guess we'll see about that as well. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> Don't worry. Hit that subscribe button, everybody. All right. Subscribe. Bravo and beers out. Subscribe, like, share. All right. Tell your friends. Tell your, <laughs> tell your friends. Don't, don't tell my friends. Tell the unit. Who is against the queen? We will die.